This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hey, Raw Beauty crew. I don't know about you, but it kind of feels like my routine has been flipped upside down, spun around in a, like some sort of high intensity washing machine and then being spat out over the summer with the kids home. And we've been away a lot, which I'm so grateful for, but it feels like every routine that I had set in place prior to July 1st, it's just, it's flown out the window. And sometimes we need that. I mean, I needed that in a lot of ways, but what I love about September is that it almost feels like a new year for me. I get excited about auditing what has been going on over the last couple months and then also reflecting on the first two, three quarters of the year and noticing what's working for me and what is not working for me. So our family just got back from a couple of weeks on My parents have a beautiful cabin on an island called Thormanby. It's my happy place. I really feel like when I'm there, I can fully unwind. I don't wear makeup. I'm in my bathing suit 24-7. I have bare feet. We cook a lot. We bake a lot. We go on walks and I meditate on the beach when I can. But to be honest, like the meditation really changed this summer. I definitely was not doing my standard 30 minutes a day. So for anybody who is listening right now, if you've had a great summer, a challenging summer, whatever's been going on, we're about to wrap things up. I know it's sad, but it's also a beautiful opportunity to really take a moment to reflect on what's working for you, what's not, and then set the tone for the last four months of the year, which are coming in hot. So today I want to talk a little bit about the choices that we make moment to moment throughout the day. And these choices that we make ultimately form the patterns that we exist in or the habits that we live out. So most likely the patterns that you've been existing in over the summer look a little bit different than they do in the rest of the year. And that's okay. Our habits and patterns and the choices that we make are going to look different in different seasons. There is a quote from the book Atomic Habits, which you've all heard me talk about a lot. I hope some of you have ordered it and have read it now. But James Clear says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And this is so true. So if you haven't heard over on Instagram where I've shared a little bit more of the behind the scenes of this journey, Scott, my husband, has been training for Ironman. Ironman is this wild race. I don't know what type of person signs up for this, to be honest. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. It's so intense. You run a marathon, you swim four kilometers, and then you bike 180 K, which is like from Vancouver to Whistler. If anyone's heard of the Grand Fondo, you do a greater distance than the Grand Fondo. So this has been a massive undertaking primarily for Scott, but also for our whole family. We've really had this goal in mind and he's been working away at it. And I have seen him implementing systems that have allowed him to continuously improve in all three of these areas that he's working on. It would be very easy with this type of massive goal that he has set for himself for things to go horribly wrong, for him to get injured, for him to just give up entirely, for it to cause and wreak havoc in our relationship. (laughs) I mean, the possibilities are truly endless, but because he has worked and we have worked hard to have a variety of systems in place, everything from a coach for him, he's working on just following this schedule that has been given to him and never skipping a workout, never skipping a day. We have a lot of conversations and do a lot of planning for our family schedule. The kids are very involved in it. There are a lot of systems in place that will allow him to succeed. Now, we live in BC, in Vancouver, and it has been a wild couple of weeks here with forest fires. And so the race that he was racing in in Penticton was actually just canceled this week. And, you know, it was 100% the right choice of the Ironman team and committee to cancel this race. My heart goes out to everybody who has been affected by this tragic environmental disaster. And so it's interesting. I posted in my stories, you know, that we were disappointed that it had been canceled, obviously that our hearts were with everyone who had been impacted. And a number of people were like, this is insensitive. We've been evacuated from our homes and you shouldn't be saying that you feel disappointed. This is no big deal. Anyways, I just would like to state for the record, my opinion is that People can feel disappointed while also realizing that other people have faced far greater disappointments. So I can completely understand and acknowledge that people are going through some of the most devastating moments in their life and their week. And my disappointment about Scott's race getting canceled, because this means that there's going to be another eight weeks of training, is minute compared to what they're going through. But nonetheless, I am also allowed to feel disappointed. So the race was canceled. We felt disappointed. We also felt so sad for everybody being impacted, including the animals and Mother Earth. And I mean, this is just devastating. So Scott's race has been moved to October 22nd. We are now having to shift these systems. More communication is required. And so I guess my point with this whole story is that we have to continuously look at and audit the systems that we have in place and whether or not they are serving us or slowly moving us further from the goals that we want to achieve. Now, your goal might just be to be less anxious or your goal might be to be a little bit happier or to form tighter relationships with somebody or maybe you want to save this amount of money. Whatever your goal is, this applies to you. We have to kind of constantly be having these check-ins or doing these self-audits to notice what's working for us. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, Country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B A B B E L com slash talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Over. So an exercise that I would encourage you to do that I did with my mastermind group Elevate recently is to take a blank piece of paper and I just want you to think of an average day and starting from when you first wake up to when you fall asleep at night, I want you to think of all of the patterns that you live out in a day. You might think, well, Aaron, I'm not a big routine person. I don't have a morning routine or an evening routine. Regardless of whether you're conscious of your routine, you have a routine and you have patterns. I promise you, you may wake up and you grab your phone and you scroll on your phone for a little bit and then you get out of bed and you brush your teeth and then you head downstairs and you pour yourself some cereal and you sit down and you scroll on your phone a little bit more and then you go get dressed and then you get in the car and you go to work and you work until 5 p.m. And then you sort of see what your friends are doing and you go from there. Or maybe you get up in the morning and you check your phone and then you do some gratitudes and you make your bed and you brush your teeth and you drink some water and then you have your coffee. Whatever your patterns are, I want you to take a moment to write them down. And I can guarantee that somewhere on that piece of paper, you are doing a few things that are actually moving you further away from the person that you want to be, further away from your best self. Now, We're not here to try and aim for some perfect version of yourself, you know, the one who never goes and gets a coffee from the coffee shop because it's a disposable mug or who never scrolls on social media. That's not what we're aiming for here. All I'm asking is that you take a moment to reflect and just notice if there's anywhere in your life where you're like, I've been doing that thing for a long time and it's actually not serving me. I want to level up in that area. 
And simply by bringing some awareness to that pattern, you are far more likely to make another choice the next time you are in that space. So here's an example. Earlier today, I went out for a walk. I just needed to clear my mind. Uh, Oftentimes, that's when I get my biggest hits of inspiration. So I'm out for a 20-minute walk, and I start walking towards the coffee shop because I want my oat milk matcha. Now, I made a promise to myself a few weeks ago that I was going to work on my artigiano matcha latte habit that had formed. This is a $7 a day habit. I have matcha at home in my cupboard. I have oat milk at home in my fridge. I do not need to be going to artigiano every single day to get the $7 matcha. I mean, that is a bad habit. So I knew that I wanted to cut this. Here's the thing. It's so good from there. It's easier from there. It gives me an instant hit of pleasure, which we'll talk about in a moment. So I'm on this walk and I'm thinking about the fact that this is a choice that I have to make. Now, it feels like it's just such a small choice, right? It's $7. Who really cares? But in the scheme of things, it adds up. And more importantly, it's about keeping a commitment that I've made to myself. And I know that at first it is hard to break those commitments. So it's going to feel uncomfortable when I turn my butt around and decide not to get the matcha latte today. It's going to suck. It's not going to feel great. (laughs) And obviously this is like a really simple example, but we all have these things. So I turn myself around and I get home and I feel proud of myself. I feel proud of myself for making a choice that feels truly aligned with me when I am acting from a conscious place and not from an unconscious habitual place. Now that proud feeling is a reward. It does give me a hit of dopamine and the brain is constantly looking for dopamine. Our brains are hooked on dopamine. So I could have got the coffee, which would have been a more immediate way of getting that dopamine hit. Instead, I turned around and I walked home. It took me longer to get the dopamine hit, but ultimately it felt really good to make a choice that was in alignment with my best self. The point is that it's important to start managing and controlling your choices before they control you. So step one in this is becoming mindful of your choices and how they are impacting your life. Looking at that audit that you just did of your day, and I can guarantee you, you are making choices, whether consciously or unconsciously, that are impacting your life. Let's look at some examples. If you are somebody who is always stressed, what choices are you making day to day that result in you being stressed? Are you constantly overbooking yourself? Are you setting any boundaries? Are you making space to move your body so you've got those feel-good chemicals happening? Have you started to meditate? Because we know the research shows us what an incredible impact that can have on our stress levels. So you are making choices every day that are either leading you towards continuing to be constantly stressed out or that are moving you towards a more relaxed, calm state of being. If you are unhappy in your body, Are you doing gratitudes about your body? Are you unconsciously always thinking about all of the things that are wrong with you? Are you mindful of the foods that you are eating and how they are making you feel? 
Are you mindful about the thoughts that you are thinking? If you have set the intention that you want to move your body more, uh, and it's not none of this is about the weight thing, right? Like maybe you just want to feel less stressed and you want to feel mobile and you want to feel able and capable. So if you are not exercising, you are making a choice to prioritize other things, most likely multiple times a day. If you have a poor relationship with somebody in your family or with your partner, what choices are you making that are either remedying the situation or are perpetuating? situation. I can't tell you how many people I know who have had a toxic relationship with somebody in their life. And I have been hearing about it for two, three, four, five years long. And the reality is they're not really doing anything to move the needle in another direction. They're just existing in the exact same patterns over and over and over again. Have they gone to therapy yet? And it's not about going to therapy with the other person. Sometimes you just go to therapy yourself and work on yourself and start from there. Have you had constructive conversations? Have boundaries been set? Have you removed yourself from the situation? The choices you make moment to moment create your reality. The choices that you make impact the choices that will be made immediately after. So every choice you make has a cascade effect. And the more you make specific choices, the more likely it is for you to make them again. It's like when you're working out, you lift the weight once, a muscle hasn't formed. But if you lift it again and again, you begin to form a muscle. You begin to form strength. The same thing happens with the choices that you make. You make it once, we don't have a strong habit formed yet. But if you make it again and again, we're starting to form a habit or a pattern. As habits or patterns form, it becomes easier to make the same choice and more difficult to make a new choice. You can see how this is beneficial if you've got habits that are forming that are really supporting your well-being and your goals and how toxic it can become if you are consistently making choices that are leading you further away from that person that you want to become. So here we are today in this moment, and we've done a bit of an audit of the patterns that you're existing in day to day. And I want you to just notice with a lot of love and care and kindness what those patterns are. So rather than noticing a pattern that's less than desirable and feeling guilty or shame about it, I just want you to meet it with compassion. It's like, okay, you've been existing in that space for a long time, getting your $7 matcha latte. You needed that. All right. Now we're going to do something different. So it's finding that voice that you would use to speak to a best friend or somebody that you care about. I remember interviewing Dr. Kristen Neff on self-compassion. I'll link that episode down below. It was a really brilliant one. And she said that you have to think about self-compassion and speaking to yourself with self-compassion, imagining that it is a loving parent or caregiver. And a loving parent or caregiver isn't just going to allow you to do anything, but ideally they're speaking to you with kindness, setting loving boundaries. So that might sound like, okay, Aaron, got it. That matcha is so good and it is so easy and it gives you that little hit that you love. And it's totally fine. Let's like continue doing that a couple of times a week, but we don't need it seven days a week. So let's just start to make another choice. 
All right, let's go home and make your delicious bloom matcha latte or have a decaf coffee, whatever it is that you are replacing that old habit with. Because remember, habits can't be erased. They can only be replaced. So we want to look at our habits and patterns. And then remember, we can't just erase it. We've got to replace it with something else. And ideally, whatever it is that we're replacing it with is moving us closer to uh, our goals, is supporting our well-being, is supporting our mental health, is supporting our relationships. Okay, so we're here. We've done the audit. Now, you've identified an area that you would like to create some change or make different choices in. Here's the thing. Making new choices takes a lot of strength and energy. You 1000% can do it. People who have been in far worse positions than you have made significant changes in their life. So you have everything that you need right now in order to make the changes that you would like to. Deciding not to shop unconsciously, it requires self-restraint and a ton of awareness. Breaking my $7 matcha habit required a bit of self-talk. You know, it's going to kind of consistently be a thing until it's not a thing. It also means that we pass on short-term dopamine hit that our minds are wired to crave. So I want to remind you about the two P's here. The two P's drive all of our decision-making at an unconscious level. And those two P's are pain and pleasure. Our mind is constantly scanning our environment to determine what is a pleasurable path and what is a path that could lead to pain. And if we are not mindful and aware, our mind will always guide us towards the path that feels most pleasurable and it will guide us away from the path that feels most painful. So pleasure could be your matcha latte, In some cases, it's just something that's keeping you safe. So pleasure could be something that feels good sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. Or in some cases, our mind gets confused and it starts to give us messages like you need to lose weight in order to be loved. Now, you may be wondering, well, that sounds like a painful message, but it is our mind looking at all environmental factors and the messages that we've received over time. And it's our mind, our subconscious trying to keep us safe. And the messages that we've received are you need to be small in order to be loved. And so the mind directs us down this path of constantly looking for ways to get smaller. So those are all examples of a brain that is moving us towards pleasure. A brain that is moving us towards pain would be like, I don't want to have the difficult conversation with my partner because that could result in friction. It could result in tension. There might be anger or difficult feelings to process. It could be, I don't want to go work out. That feels challenging. It feels hard. I'm going to sweat. It's going to be uncomfortable. Another common example of pain is ordering DoorDash or ordering takeout rather than cooking a meal because cooking a meal takes a bit longer and requires a bit more thought. And it's easy just to click the buttons on our phone and have a warm meal arrive at the door. So here's the thing. When we follow that pleasure path, oftentimes there is a reward there, a short-term reward. But more often than not, it results in long-term pain. So we get a short-term dopamine hit, but then some long-term pain, short-term gain, long-term pain. 
On the other side, sometimes there are things that we can do where the, it's more difficult up front. So it's short-term pain, but for long-term gain. And that's the example of exercising and moving our body or cooking a meal or having the difficult conversation or putting your hand up at work for the job. So we've got to get comfortable and recognize that sometimes as we're making new choices and forming new habits, it is going to be a bit uncomfortable at first. There may be some short-term pain, but that will ultimately result in long-term gain. And that long-term gain looks like a healthier mind-body system. It looks like you reaching the goals that you have in your career. It looks like you building healthy relationships with positive communication. And the more that we build these long-term habits and processes that are serving us, the more confident you will feel and the more aligned you will feel in your life. So keep those two Ps in mind as you are beginning to shift and change your choices. Now, a couple of other things that can be really helpful as you are making changes to these patterns. The first thing is mindfulness. So bringing loving awareness to the present moment allows you to notice these patterns in your thinking mind, in the day-to-day actions that you are taking. It allows you to have awareness. And without awareness, we can't make any changes. The second thing is accountability. So having someone or a group or a person by your side that can help hold you accountable to the promises that you are making for yourself. The next thing is some support. So somebody who has a system or a structure or has done the thing that you want to do before you. I mean, I think this is so key. I keep saying it everywhere, but find someone who's done what you want to do and get yourself as close to them as you possibly can. And the fourth thing is reward. So having little rewards around the way to give you those dopamine hits in the short term as you work on creating these new habits. The iPhone watch or the iWatch uh, has the example of the rings closing on it. I will often tell people to go to the dollar store and get some fun stickers and to place a sticker on their journal every day that they do the thing that they've told themselves they will do. It sounds so silly, but it really does give us that instant reward that the brain begins to associate with doing good, pleasure, and all the things that allow these unconscious patterns to form in a more sticky, sustainable way. So if you are looking at creating some new choices or making some changes, I am hosting a 14-day movement and self-love challenge that is totally free starting September 11th going to September 24th. And I'm so excited to invite all of you to join me into this. It's all about supporting you and feeling your absolute best with some of the things that I do day to day and that we know really supports our mind body wellness. I want you to feel your absolute best in your mental well-being, in your mindset, and with your energy levels as we begin to close out this year. So here's the challenge. You're going to start your day with three gratitudes. You are going to drink a minimum of 64 ounces of water daily. You'll move your body for a minimum of 20 minutes, five days a week. This can be anything from walking to stretching to a hit class or spin class. You can do a full hour, but the minimum is 20 minutes, 
five days a week. You'll also get a daily email from me with a self-love note and some things to think about to help you really embrace and embody the changes that you are making. I have a couple bonus options so you can reduce alcohol or have none at all. Or you can also add in a daily meditation. So though that's a bonus. You don't have to do that part. The main thing is that we're drinking water, doing gratitudes, and moving our body. The added elements that you can decide whether you want to do them or not are to reduce alcohol, have none at all, or to meditate daily. Along with the challenge, I'll also be hosting one group morning workout. It will be a walk where I will be speaking to you as we walk, adding in some elements of motivation and of course, mindfulness. We'll also do one group meditation over Zoom so you can join in anytime from anywhere. So if you're interested in joining me for the 14-day movement and self-love challenge, please click the link down below in the bio to grab your spot. You'll get a welcome email from me with your free tracker that will allow you to celebrate your progress along the way. I'm so excited to do this challenge with you. We did one in the spring and I was amazed. We had over 500 people sign up. We'll also pop you into a Facebook group so that you can support one another, cheer one another on. It's all about helping you to change those habits and really reflect on the choices that you're making, allowing yourself to feel your absolute best. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it inspires you to just take a moment to reflect on the choices that you're making day to day. I would love to have you join me for the self-love challenge this fall, starting September. Sign up down below, take what resonated from this episode and leave the rest behind. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week.